We are joined right now by the head basketball coach at Tennessee. He is in his ninth season there. Previously served as head coach at George Mason, Providence, Clemson, and of course Texas. Led the Longhorns to the Final Four in 2003. He was the 2019 National Coach of the Year. The Vols were in the Sweet 16 last year. They were having a big season. 15-5 and overall, 5-2 and in SEC play. They're ranked fifth in the AP poll, and they've got a big one coming up this weekend. They take on number 10, Kentucky. We are joined by Rick Barnes. Rick, it's been a minute, but it's great to have you back. Rick, how are you? It's great. Great to hear your voice, Jim. You been doing okay? Yeah, things are great here. Rick, how about you? How you feeling? Good. You know what? We obviously uh, had a chance to win one the other night, but we didn't get it done. And credit to South Carolina, they had the same opportunity, and they did get it done. But now we got to head up to Kentucky, and you know they're coming off a tough loss at home, and so you got two teams that certainly don't want to lose. Two back-to-back, but somebody's going to, right? Yeah, you know that, Rick. I was going to ask you about South Carolina, but first I was going to say, you know, with the season moving as quickly as it is, we're already into the month of March, which means, or February, which means March is right around the corner. How do you feel about your team overall at this stage of the season and what you have? Well, you know, we've had had a very long non-conference schedule. We played a brutal non-conference schedule, and then we – we went to Maui, which, as you know, was moved over to the uh, Big Island, and then we uh, came back and had the, the challenge. But uh, we had a really demanding non-league schedule, which I think helped us. But uh, And we didn't have everybody all the time all the way through that early season. But as we're getting into the league play here, the one thing that you can always talk about is consistency and trying to get everybody to know what you're going to get every night. And that doesn't mean you know making shots every night. It's just knowing what's going to each player is going to do when he shows up and We've got to get better there along with every part of the game, you know, whether you talk about ball screen defense or any of that, we've got we've got to continue to get better. We're talking to Rick Barnes. You know, Rick, you mentioned that, yeah, there's some nights where shots are not going to fall. You mentioned that loss to South Carolina. You had a four-game winning streak. Was that a case of that was just one of those nights, right? Shots did not fall. Or maybe were you more disappointed with the energy or the effort? No, I don't, I don't think I was disappointed with the energy or the effort. I, I'm disappointed we, we missed 10 layups right at the rim, and had a, did a really poor job on the free throw line. That's two games back-to-back that uh, even when the win against Vanderbilt, we didn't do what we should do with the, we getting the right shooters on the line, and they're not taking advantage of it the way we need to. But uh, we just, uh, again, didn't rebound the way we're capable of rebounding the other night. But it was the, the missed opportunities around the rim that really did us in. And we didn't have a great shooting night. But uh, what we don't want to get into is, Everybody's standing around watching Dalton Connect go score points, and uh, which he's not afraid and he's good at it. But we need to get back to where we have the balance, and when, when we need him to, you know, take it over, we know he's capable of doing it. In fact, you just took one of my questions. I was going to ask you about that very thing. Rick Barnes is joining us. For those who don't know, Dalton Connect has not missed very much this season. He had 31 against South Carolina. That gives him six straight games with 25 points or more. How much of a catalyst has he been for your program since coming from northern Colorado? And where would you slot him in the National Player of the Year race? Well, what I would say to you, Jim, is that, you know, what he, uh, he's he been a great addition to us because, you know, the last couple of years we we have struggled scoring the basketball. You know, we've been a pretty elite defensive team, but we, you know, you got to put the ball in the basket or you're going to get into a grind every night. And and what uh, he has done, even along with Jordan Ganey, you know, Jordan led the nation in three-point shooting. You know, his dad's on our staff, and he's got it going back. He struggled like, you know, shooters can at times. But when you look at Dalton and what he's doing, because there is no doubt, I mean, 
you, you think about it, you look at them when teams get ready to scout us, they're looking at them. So, okay, we got to, we got to control this guy some way, or they make up their mind. We're going to let him get all he can get and shut everybody else down, which I don't think many teams do it that way. But, uh, Right now, I'm not sure there's anybody playing at any higher level than Dalton is in the country. All right, to your point, though, you want to make sure that you know he's going to get his. You know he's going to be dynamic, but you want to make sure that as you want his guys to get him the ball in certain spots, but you don't want them to defer too much. You want to make sure they stay aggressive because what you don't want, right, is having these guys standing around and watching the Dalton show. Am I right? You're right, and, and, again, and, and again, when he gets going, when those guys start doing that, then, as you know, from a offensive player's mindset, if he gets going, he's thinking score now where he's missing some guys that might be open. But it wouldn't be to that point if those guys would take their shots and do what we know they're capable of doing. Because once we tell him, man, you got to go get this done, I mean, he's focused on getting fouled or creating contact or, you know, just scoring the basketball. So it's a combination of uh, early that, Everybody does their job, and like I said, we started out the other night with a point blank layup that we missed, and then it just, uh, and then we actually had three of them right around the rim. Then we take three threes, and it, it's almost like I would say to the team, you know, it's like fumbling the ball three times in football, and then the next three possessions you're trying to throw the hail mary, mm-hmm. and uh, and they and they were good shots, you know, the three, but it it had been a lot better if we'd have made one or two of those layups, you know. I do know. Tennessee head basketball coach Rick Barnes joining us. So you're getting ready to head to Rupp Arena to take on a Kentucky team that John Calipari has got in the top 10. What do you think the biggest challenges are from this edition of the Wildcats? Well, again, I can tell you, first of all, they got a, a great basketball coach in Cal, and, and you know he does a great job. Of, uh, this year he's got a really, I think he's done a great job blending some young guys in with some older guys and and his older guys, I think, have gotten better, too. And, you know, he, he was down two players last night against uh, a, a really good Florida basketball team that I don't care. You go on the road in any league and win, you've done something. And uh, But John, has, his team's and, – and I like to think that we're in this group, too. We can get so much better, and we need to, because I can tell you his team will continue to get better. You know, Rick, you look at it, it's a big weekend, right? It's not just the, guy, the game that you have, which is a battle of a couple of top tens. You've also got monster matchups in Houston and Kansas. You've got Purdue and Wisconsin. Duke and North Carolina are going to renew their rivalry as well. Given all the years that you've invested in the game, everything you've seen, how would you describe the state and health of the college game right now? Could you make the argument that the sport is as vibrant as you've seen it? I would say it is, Jim, all because of the transfer portal. Uh, Everybody now, you know, when you start talking about the transfer portal and the NIL, you know, if someone asks you, you know, what's most important, and we all know that recruiting is the lifeblood of your program, and that's number one priority anytime you're trying to build a program. And and with the NIL now, and and, uh, you look at the addition of Dalton on our team and Jordan Ganey, and you look around the job that uh, uh, Lamont Parrish has done – I mean, I can go around the league. Of, you know, Chris Beard, a bunch of guys have done a great job using the portal. And, and like I said, I'm not sure really this time of year I call a lot of upsets upsets I, I, because everybody's getting better to get in league play. It's tough. and But I do think right now college basketball is as competitive as it's ever been in the time that I've been in it.
Hmm. Rick Barnes joining us. Rick, what about NIL? For instance, when you signed that contract extension in September, you'd express gratitude for having a shared vision of the program with your AD, Danny White. Danny's been pretty vocal that NIL reform is long overdue as the NCAA investigates Tennessee football. Would you like to see stronger regulations to create a level playing field? Because in some ways it still feels like NIL is like the wild, wild west out there. Well, you know, I think, I mean, there are regulations, but I do think it is because there's no cap for any one goal, right? I mean, uh, you know, the you can create what you want to do with your collective, I guess, and go through it. Uh, but I, I don't know where – I don't think anybody knows where it's going to end up right now, Jim. I really don't. I just think the NCAA drugged their foot on this thing for years, and that's why we are where we are today. If they, You know, in my 50 years in coaching, I've never been in a more – being a more inconsistent, you know, organization than the way they've drugged their feet, the enforcement people with all this stuff, you know, and uh, where it's going to end up and land, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody truly knows other than I know this, that Danny White is one of the smartest guys I've ever been around. He's a, just a tremendous AD and our leadership here at the University of Tennessee, they're going to, uh, there's never been a place more in, in institutional control in this place and uh, but what's going on out there right now in all the sports is uh I'm not sure anybody knows exactly where it is. It, Rick, it's really interesting to hear you say in my 50 years of coaching, like, for instance, I've been thinking about personally, and I've been talking out loud quite a bit about mindset and about performance and the fact that I want to make sure the next 25 years of my life are actually the best 25 years of my life. And I'm trying to embrace all that comes with that. You know, you just mentioned 50 years. I'm curious, you're still at the very top of your game. You're still at the very top of your sport. I'm curious about your mindset. How do you stay motivated and maintain that same level of energy after everything you've already accomplished and after you've done it for as long as you have? It's the players, honestly, Jim. I mean, I know this. The day that I get to where I don't enjoy walking in the locker room and having a good day with those guys and going on the court and practicing and being around and helping those guys, I want them to get everything they can out of basketball. You know, Our job is to teach basketball to those guys. It's their job to learn it. And I get if I ever get to a point where I don't get excited about that, I would know it's time to let, an, let another jockey have the reins, you know? And <laughs> let another jockey have the reins. So Tennessee is 15-5. and five. They're 5-2. and two. They've got a big one coming up. They are number five in the AP poll. They've got Kentucky coming up this weekend, who is ranked 10th. Rick Barnes joining us on the show. Rick, it was long overdue. It's great to hear your voice. Great to have you on the show. Thanks so much, and good luck this weekend. Thank you, and God bless. Talk to you later. You too. Rick Barnes joining us. He's come on the show for a number of years. So good to have him back. Nine years in Tennessee now. That's kind of hard to believe. 50 years in the game, also kind of hard to believe. 